All right, welcome back. How are we doing today? Today is a what a Tuesday, Tuesday the sixteenth, and I made a、um, quick decision to fly back home. So if the mics are sounding a little bit different, little different here,、uh, we are actually recording back in Connecticut. I came to visit my mom. Say hello, mom. Hello. Hello.、Um, you might want to. Push it a little bit closer. Perfect, perfect. So we can hear you better. And then,、uh, yeah. So here we are. Welcome to episode eleven. I don't necessarily have a name, but we are on Faro Curated. I am Greg,、um, aka Faro, and this is my mom, Mama Faro. <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. So today our episode is going to be consisting of. I wanted to do something in the lines of, or along the lines of. Going back in time and talking about music that has, you know, either a lot of inspiration or something where we've talked a lot about it、um, over the years. I know I have mentioned a lot in the podcast, you know, about my mom and her influence that she's had on me with music, but. I wanted to get her on the podcast and do almost a little bit of like a, you know, it'll still be a normal Faro curated episode, but with another little twist to it thrown in, where we're doing a little bit of like, you know, jogging the memory, going back in, interviewing, talking about old time and、uh, and and everything like that. So、uh, here we are. We're going to be pushing forward first with my mom's song. She's doing four songs. I'm doing four songs, but we have a little surprise for you at the end because it's kind of funny how one of our songs lined up together.、Um, and and I'll I'll let you go. I'll I'll stop talking here. Okay. So I just want to say first of all that it's an honor to sit here with you because as you know I'm probably your number one fan, <laughs> and、uh, I love your podcasts. <laughs> and when your first one came out, I said you cannot wait two or three weeks to bring out a second one because if if people get You know, locked in and interested, they're going to want more and more and more. And I know that you have a ton of knowledge, and you have a ton of music that you want to, you know, showcase and talk about、um, to the world. And that's what I've really, really been enjoying is listening to your love of music, your knowledge, and your voice, of course. All so good.、Um, I also have loved learning about you in this podcast.、Mm. Just your thoughts and memories that link with the family and the events or the parties or just even how long ago you listened to some of this music. You you said, "Oh, I was I was in middle school when I started listening to Tennyson." Or Deaton, you know Chris Anthony, or even Little Dragons, you know. So, you know, Dad and I had, I guess, the reins on the music in this house. Yeah. Whether we were cleaning the house, or there was a party at the house, or、right. we were just making dinner, and I never guess, I never thought to ask you guys like, what's your music, and you guys were always just listening to our music all the time.、Hmm. Um, I think it turned out okay because you mention it in your podcast of the memories, you know, like your、um, your memories of our dinner parties and your episode seven with、yeah. with Bossa Nova with, and, with and Bossa Nova everything like that, yeah. And so that warms my heart when I hear that because you know we were doing it organically, but it did something else for you, which I'm now hearing about, which I love. Oh, so that's really cool. Oh. 
Um, so I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> oh, thank you, mom. Thank you. Um, go ahead. Do you want to say anything? No, no. I, it, this, we are moving into your song first. So I will let you start to talk about, I don't know if you want to. to yeah. To so say. my first song, um, that when Gregory asked me to pick four of my top songs, that is really, really tough. Um, because I grew up listening to really, really great radio stations in Los Angeles, um, KLOS, KMET. And then if you wanted alternative music that wasn't rock bands like Van Halen, Led Zeppelin, Queen, ACDC, Pink Floyd, Heart, I could go on. K-Rock 106.7 was the other station. You got Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, English Beat, The Cure, Blondie, U2. So they were polar opposites and funny even on the radio they were at, at opposite ends 95 and a half was to the left and 106.7 was to the right so they couldn't be further apart from each other um but i loved listening to both of them um in in 1981 mtv came out that was huge because that was it, music it brought television to music yeah it yeah. brought music videos music videos and yeah. so you know now you're not just listening to an album you know on your it's record player experience it's a visual experience and now they get to they get to tell their story through a song and uh that that was really huge for me growing up mtv um but the the group that i want to start with the band that i want to start with is is definitely rush that's the name of the band. And the song that I absolutely loved was is Tom Sawyer. Um, this song came out in 1981. Uh, I was in elementary school at that time, but I didn't really start listening to it until high school. And the reason why I love this song is not only because I love the lead singer's voice, which I can't think of his name right now, but the drums in this song are just, it, it makes you want to like learn the drums. And, and the beat is just so amazing. And also at the same time, I remember I was turning 16 and I was hanging out with some friends and one of these friends was slightly older and and he had a white Mustang and it was stick shift. And he was teaching me how to drive stick shift. And while we were learning and he was teaching me and I was driving his car around my friend's neighborhood, he had Tom Sawyer on in the background. And I just remember it was such a cool feeling to be driving this beautiful car, learning how to drive stick, listening to Tom Sawyer. And I just felt like I was the coolest person in the world. And so when oh I God. hear Tom Sawyer, I immediately think about that memory of this person basically allowing me to ruin his clutch, I probably burnt it out <laughs> right, right. because you don't let somebody learn <laughs> yeah. on a really nice car. Right, right, right. And, uh, and he was so great about it and so gracious. But Tom Sawyer, the best Rush song for me. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's perfect because we're going to be going into it right now. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, those drums, especially there at the end, just the way that it fades out. Crazy. I love it. I love it. And actually, I think this might be a good moment to share. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing lately in terms of what instrument you've been learning. Well, ironically, (laughs) um, I am taking drum lessons because because of Gregory's podcast, he is always mentioning listen to the drums in this song and just just think about how it makes you feel. And then he, of course, describes how the drums make him feel. Sometimes he brings up a guitar. Sometimes he brings up a piano. But for the most part, I think he's really focused on the drums. And I mean, then, drums are killer, man. They're so cool. Yeah, and then also Liv, Gregory's sister, 
had a little bit of an influence on the drums for me as well because when we were in LA at Christmas time, she went over to a dear friend's house and these guys grew up with these guys at the school that we were at when we were living there and these guys have a music room. And yeah. so Marla was on the bass, Livy was on the drums. One they of just, our, one of our, went to town. they just went to town and yeah. she just would not stop talking about it. And so yeah. I thought, you know what? I want to learn the drums. Huh. I've tried the guitar. It kills my fingers. I've tried the piano, you right hand and left hand yeah. do not, do not work. Right. But the drums, I can hear that beat and I could, I'm learning to mimic it. That's awesome. Having a blast. I'm, I'm so glad that you're doing that. And I think the, the, wonderful thing as well about um about it all is just the getting into any instrument you know learning how it works learning not only the skills but it starts to make you think like a musician as well you know so maybe if you've paid attention before i think the wonderful thing is now now you pay attention 10 times more you know you're like holy wait Completely. oh my god like, what what pattern is that you know like what kind of what kind of floor tom is there you know why why does that sound so massive or why does that sound so so small and you know like it well just and there's makes thousands of beats no there's well there's thousands of beats and and i think at least for me as well there's there's thousands of tones that can go like one person's drum sound does not sound like the next person's drum sound, you know? Yeah. And it's all in, at least how, how I look at it is, is it's all in also how that person processed those drums. And we're talking, you know, in this software and everything like that. It's, it's wild just how you could take two of the same, you get two different people playing on the same drum set, but let them do their thing. And maybe they can even play the same pattern, but just how they recorded it and how they processed it through the computer um, with different effects and stuff like that, it can come out completely differently. And you can have like two different songs pretty much just yeah. from the same thing. So. Well, and learning the drums right now, it's it's showing me that, you know, it's not only good for your brain yeah. because you've got four different things happening at the same time and then there's the speed of it and, and the tempo, but it is like learning a new language. Exactly. Which I love. Exactly. No, yeah. we're never too old to learn something new, people. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, so this next song that I'm going to be going into, we're kind of doing like a uh, you know give and take type thing where she goes and I go, then she goes and I go, and then we kind of line up in the end, I think, come together and hold hands. Um, but my next song, um, and I've talked about this a little bit before, at least this memory, but I don't know if I necessarily talked about the song that it's gone through. And that was most likely, or it's funny because there, there's really a lot of songs that it could have been, but I'd say the one that's the biggest impact to me is, is really anything from Crying and Crows, but Big Yellow Taxi. Um, and I know it's a super, super, super popular one from them. I definitely could have picked a more niche song, but I think the beauty of especially that whole Hard Candy album itself is just that it's so simplistic. It's so good. Like there's like a lot of like just like you've got like the kind of like um, stereotypical Counting Crows sound there, but then you also have him like, you know, the despair of uh i forget the the song but it's like it almost like it's the song that goes like wow 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 it's like it's and he's like he's crying out almost you know it's so sad but um the thing that Ye big yellow taxi really reminds me of is and you even said it 
where, you know, cleaning um, and just having uh, like all the doors open, uh, having all the doors open in like this would probably be somewhere during the like early spring. So we're doing spring cleaning in the house. It's like a Sunday. And I'm like, man, I don't want to go to school tomorrow. And you're like, hey, you're going to help out to clean. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, I want to just sit here and play uh, Pokemon Emerald on my Game Boy Advance or uh, Game Boy SP. And the whole entire point of like listening to this song is not only was I like, damn, this is a really good song, but also it just encapsulates it, it, it literally listening to Big Yellow Taxi it, the, the colors that come out are those like really bright, nice uh, oranges and yellows from the sun beaming through the window, no cloud in the sky. So you have like the big blue sky out there. And then also a little bit of like a green, I think just because of the springtime and the freshness that all of the windows are open and it's still kind of cold up here in Connecticut. So you're like, you know, I'm a little frail little kid. And, uh, and a skinny little kid. And so it's like, it feels nice. Cause you're like, wow, the, it's like not cold outside as much anymore, but then the wind hits you and you're like, man, it's still kind of freezing. Can we close the windows? And it's like, no, no, it's good. Let the fresh air. In. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, freezing my ass off. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to go into big yellow taxi by the crowning crows and here it is. Paradise and put up a parking lot with a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone? It'd be a paradise and put up a parking lot. It took all the trees and put them in a tree museum. And charge the people a dollar and I have to see them No, 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 don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got till it's gone You'd be in paradise and put up a fucking lie It took my girl away Now don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got Till it's gone To be in paradise Put up a fucking line And now, now Don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you got Till it's gone To be in paradise Put up a fucking line 
Welcome back, welcome back. So yes, oh, so good. That song is just so happy, and it's actually well, the feelings of it are happy. I think the message is a little bit different. It's kind of talking about how he doesn't want urbanism to, you know, ruin his uh, everything, uh, you know, uh, the nature and stuff like that. You know, you don't want to put a big parking lot in to where maybe some trees should have been, or you know, hey, don't put a uh, what is it? DDT. It's it's like the pesticide that you put on apples. He's like, don't mm-hmm. um, whatever that line is. Uh, but anyway, the other thing that I love about Counting Crows, which is I think so important in their sound, is he would always have a female vocal in the background, mm-hmm. and that female vocal is just it like rings right through, and it's so like it almost reminds me of like that like you know two thousands Christina Aguilera maybe not as crazy but like if she were to be a backup singer it reminds me of that like where it's just like it's so like she's got her own style back there and and he like sprinkles it in kind of peppers mm-hmm. it in there and you're, makes me want to hear more of that so every time I listen it's like when she's like la 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 and he's like big yellow taxi you know oh man so well, good he's got such a great voice he too. is great voice great voice so we are passing the the torch back over to um the quiche all right there so my next song um I chose Melt With You by Modern English. And Gregory did bring this up in one of his podcasts that he thinks it was my mom's, one of my mom's favorite songs. Yeah. Uh, this song came out in 1982. So I was in middle school. And the cool thing about this song that I remember was not only just how happy this song is and it just um, makes you feel so good, but in middle school, if you can believe it, we actually had dances. <laughs> and I, I think we had dances like once a month and we were in the gym or yeah, we were most likely in the gym. I went to Madison junior high and all of my friends, we showed up for these dances and it wasn't like in stranger things where everybody's off to the side and everybody's being shy and nobody's talking to each other. And there's a couple of people dancing on the floor. No, this song came on. Melt With You by Modern English, the whole floor was just completely packed. And we were doing that one dance, you know, that's almost like Elaine from Seinfeld, where you kind of like, you know, kick it out to the right and you kick it out to the left, but then you can kind of even go faster. And I remember I was dressed really adorable, but 
by the end of these dances, I was so sweaty because <laughs> we just danced for like a good hour and a half to two hours. And, um, and it was just so fun and so incredible. And again, I just, I just love the way that this song just made you feel. You know, 80s music is the best. It's such a fun song. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, we're going to be going going right into Melt With You by Modern English. Moving forwards, using all my breath. Making love to you was never second best. I saw the world rushing all around your face.
Oh man, such a good song. And I, I was right. Would you say this was one of your favorite songs? Yeah. And I, I remember, uh, I remember you telling me about a little bit. I didn't know too much about the dances, um, but I could definitely envision you dancing um, like Elaine there a little. Not, not maybe not as uh, not, where, not pe- so where people are. Yeah, maybe not. People are not like gawking at you where they're like. What the hell is that? But no, no, we so. actually had a beat. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have a beat, she, yeah, which is just, why everybody makes fun of her. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's that, like, I can't, I don't know what the name of it is. You know, you're right. just, you're kicking out and right. you just, you get some speed going and everybody's kind of hopping and. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can totally, I can totally. Typical in, in, 80s envision dance. That with the big hair and, and everything like that. And, and probably kind of long, flowy, frilly dresses, right? That's yeah. what I would say. Kind yeah. of like big and shoulders. Then, and then you know, light blue eyeshadow, yep. and you know, yep. you've got the the dark blue yeah. eyeliner I'm underneath sure you, did inside. Did you have braces then? You what? Did you have braces then? I most likely did because yeah. I had braces for like I think eight years. For like eight years. I had braces yeah. for like five or something. It was yeah. like five or six. So yeah, crazy. So um, fun. <laughs> all right. So the next the next song that I'm going to be going into, which is it's amazing, amazing song. This was probably this was probably and why I put this in here. This was probably the song that um really gave me a good look into i was like whoa that's cool um you know because there's definitely been stuff that you've shown me in the past especially a lot of led zeppelin stuff a lot of pink floyd stuff as well that you look at it and you're like or you listen to it and you go that was cool i'm like i could definitely see you know i could definitely see why you like that especially with like cashmere by led zeppelin i mean that whole I mean, that's amazing. And you could really feel that. But I don't know, something with uh, this song, Barracuda by Heart, um, really just showed me that, one, uh, not every rock star is a guy. First of all, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's cool. You were like, yeah, isn't it a sister duo? Yeah, Yeah, Um, the Wilson sisters. Yeah, and you were telling me this i were probably driving around you're you know doing errands and stuff like that and heart uh comes on you're like oh so good there you goes know? the volume yeah yeah, yeah. the <laughs> volume cranks to 11 and you go listen to this song it's so good yeah. and i'm just like in the back being like what am i in for you know um and so the the so that was already awesome where i started to see that you know just Full range of opportunities for people, especially when it comes to music. Everyone is creative. Everyone, like, I, I don't, you you taught me at a young age not to discriminate against um, really anybody. Uh, and especially through music, I got to see that in full force where I was like, these ladies, like, really are rock stars. Like, yeah. this, I mean, this is fully awesome. Not that I had a an issue with it before, but I think you naturally just gave me a perspective of like listen to them like listen to the girls well and, and how was, how does it speak to you her their her their voices and right. her guitar playing yeah and and, and they're wailing like yeah. just like yelling over everything it's like it's so powerful um and especially the way that it just like it starts up with just like that kind of like they're hitting those power chords on the guitar Mm-hmm. And like all of that, it it's awesome. So really, really, really cool. And and learning that at a young age is like I'm so glad that you taught me. Um, you know, especially I mean, I, there's so many other things that you, you've taught me as well. But that being, you know, um, at least right now in this conversation, 
not to discriminate or be sexist in that way. Um, and then also, you know, understanding, I think like, it's okay to have like that feminine side. Like those are, I think the two biggest, um, things where, you know, I've been so much more in tune with, with who I am, um, as a person and as a man, and as also a guy who like, I like getting my nails painted and, you know, I like, I like being able to, you know, do things that maybe stereotypically girls do, you know? Yeah. Um, I've never really shied away from it. And same thing with like, you've allowed me to just be able to communicate with people, you know, because it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, as long as you're nice and, yeah. and, and we have a good thing to talk about, I'm going to talk to you, you know, well, like and there's, I, and there's I, nothing wrong with that, you know? And, and I think for me, you know, growing up and listening to Hart just showed me not only their talent, but just how strong they are. Oh, so as, as women, like their voices were strong, their so beats were strong, yeah. their sound was strong. Yeah, like they were a presence, and they were coming. Yeah. They were around all of your your guy bands. You know, yeah. it was ACDC, it was Pink Floyd, it was Queen, it was Led Zeppelin, it was Van Halen, it was Rush. Right, and then you just had this sprinkle of. The Wilson sisters in heart. And they just they just and threw it off. They were totally able to Compete. do their thing yeah. and keep up with these guys on on pretty much the same level. Yeah. So it, that's what I saw. That and, and and you you showcased that so clearly to me and in such a wonderful way that it wasn't like, hey, you should do this or hey, you know, don't be like that to be it just you were like, listen to them. And no, and, I and, I I do remember that when Hart would come on, yeah. if we were at level three yeah. in the radio, just because All we were just, we're I cranked, cranked it. 11. I'm like, oh, we got it's it's Magic it's, Man, yeah. it's Barracuda. Right, I'm right. like, we got to crank this to ten, right. and I want to see everybody singing. Yeah, everybody. We might even have to put the yeah. windows up on this one. <laughs> I know. So yeah, just just really cool, just that display, and I'm I'm just very appreciative that you showed me that at such a young age. So oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. The other thing too that this song did for me which we've had a history of video games in the house. And the cool thing is that this video game shows up in, uh, or sorry, this song shows up in a video game that I think allowed me to kind of break the barrier a little bit of, um, I what I'm trying to get at is video games for us as a family, especially me and you, has always been a hot topic, um, something of a little bit of, you know, hey, we don't want you doing this, go study, or, you know, hey, don't or be- Or not for too long. Yeah, not too long. Like, you know, don't be doing that. And I was like, what the, I'm like, get off my butt. I want to play and I want to, and I want to enjoy my time, you know? But I, I totally understand from a parent's perspective, because I even see it nowadays as I'm, I'm getting older with all of the kids on their iPad and, yeah. you know, just putting a screen in front of someone's face. It's like, there's, it's really hard to find someone who's good at conversation. Um, and, and even being a young kid and being able to have the maturity to talk to an adult, that is hard to see nowadays. Um, and so I understand where you were coming from, but at the time when I was a kid, I'm like, man, just get off my back. Like, damn. Right. Well, and, you just wanted to do what you wanted to do, but I think your dad and I wanted to make sure that yeah. in, in all cases that there was always balance in your life. Right. So right. we were always just balancing. Right. Which is crazy because I for the longest time was like, I don't need that. And then now what do I, what do I, what am I like now all the time? I'm like the balance master. Uh, my whole thing is balance. And right. so it's kind of funny how it came full circle. But the, the last thing that I'll say is just this song, I think it came up in guitar hero, which I played on the Wii 
And that was like the one game out of all of them that I was like able to play any time. If I was like, hey, mom, I'm going to go play guitar here. You're like, fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. Because I'm playing the guitar, listening to this great music, and I play, you know, like Barracuda or like Slow Ride, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, whatever. Um, all that stuff, you know, ACDC, all the, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and, and I'd be right there in the, in the living room. So it allowed me to be like, I can play video games. But I can also, you know, make you happy at the same time where you're not being like, get off that. How long have you been on there for like an hour? And I'm like, oh, just get off it. Get away. <laughs> you're learning the guitar yeah. for Barracuda? Right. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, that's totally fine. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I've like found a way. Dinner's in an hour. <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, so that was, I'd say, the two big things that came in through, through this song. It allowed me to not only learn about, um, you know, the knowledge that that you had of these bands was really cool and you showed me that but you also then showed me that these girls could be rock stars too mm-hmm. and then you also showed me that i could play video games as long as it's cool like music stuff exactly uh, so that that was it and here we are this is going to be barracuda by heart
All right. So we are back. Um, My next pick is Take On Me by AHA. It was, it came out in 1985. So I was a junior in high school. I was also um, taking some art classes, some drawing classes, and just really, really loving that, you know, that process as Mm. I was learning. The reason why I love AHA is because not only does the song make you feel good, but when you look at the music video, it is it is in black and white. It's a cartoon. There's this girl at this diner. She's looking at this this newspaper or, or this little cartoon book, and the lead singer comes to life and basically invites her in to his story. And it goes between being a black and white cartoon with 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 some really great drawings, and then it goes back to being real life, you know, in in color. And I just thought that that story was kind of cool. I thought that the concept was really cool. I mean, especially for 1985, um, you know, they definitely don't have the technology that they do today. And I thought for what they had. They did a really nice job, and it's a great song. And I thought the lead singer was also adorable. So yeah. I was probably coming. He's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy, and because I was just kind of starting to learn, you know, how to draw in the ninth grade with my drawing teacher. Yeah, it just kind of spoke to me when I saw the music video. Right. Because the song is good. It's great, but you see the music video, and that really elevated it. It just elevated it for me. So that's, that's my pick. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And here we are. We're going to be going into Take On Me by AHA.
There we go. Are we... Yes, we are good. We are recording. Sorry. I'm on my laptop, which is... I don't have the same schematic as when I'm back home. Um, but... Well, that so that take on me song. It's so good. I mean, that's a timeless um, synth as well. I mean, you could sing that to someone and then they go, "Oh, I know that song." Mm-hmm. You know, it that's uh, amazing. Um, now, this next song that we're going into, this is my pick. It's going to be. I mean, I could have picked really literally anything from Cheers for Fears, but I did advice for the young at heart because that was one of the songs that really had me start listening. Just because I was like whoa, like this is so interesting and this is so different than what I had heard before. It was the classic 80s sound, but it was their laid back version of it. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that because I, I'll be honest, when you first showed me Tears for Fears and you were like, I love them. I went, I don't love them. I, I don't was, get it. I was like, I don't get it. I was like, what? Like, And I I understood the, the 80s sound but like I electronic didn't, drums. Yeah, I mean that the tom, you know, like the and the snare, the very, you know, like roomy snare that drum, the drums from that time, and the synths from that time. But M- most of the music sounded very similar. Similar. I mean, it had a very specific. You could say, "Hey, let me listen to something '80s." You listen to it, and you go, "Yeah, that's '80s." You mm-hmm. know, it's it's easy like that. But it's also that was what was cool because I think it was trying to be something completely different than what we, what we had heard before. You know, the '70s, '60s was, you know, the leading out of rock, going into. Um, you know, uh, you could either go psychedelic a little bit, or you could be starting to go into new age disco, which then really popped off in the seventies, right. With, you know, all everything like that. Um, you know, earth, wind and fire tears, uh, not tears for fears, but like all that stuff is huge then. And I think the eighties sound came out like a slap to the face. Like, we're not about that. We're not doing that. We're doing our own thing. We're like listening to spacey music and, you know, a different type of vibe completely. Yeah. Um, we're not attached to the past. All right. You know, it's like that. Um, but the thing is, I think why I didn't like initially, um, I, I just, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I remember not liking the lead singer's voices. It was mm. just something I know. And I know you're giving me these big See? eyes. Listen, listen, you're giving me these big eyes and you're giving your person, your lips. I'm giving you the truth in the beginning. When I first, when you first showed me tears for fears and you were like, I love these guys. I was like, they sound fake. Mm. It, it, and I don't know if it's just, I mean, it, I know it's his voice, um, but it's something of, I think the, the way that it, you know, it's coming from here. It's very like almost opera. Like it has like this weird, tonality to it and it had it's something that i had never heard before and the funny thing is this leads into my next point which is um this was the biggest lesson i think you could have ever taught me because you loved it and i remember seeing i mean even that initial reaction to me <laughs> saying i didn't like their voice <laughs> you went oh, oh i'm gonna kill you what? you know <laughs> yeah, right. so so I think, that's what makes them tears for fear right right exactly and so that that part of learning to love something and learning to take a new perspective in life, it's just totally changed me. Whereas that's why now I look back at Tears for Fears and I'm like, they're f- the fucking best. They're, they're, the, they're, amazing. they're amazing. And you cannot have one without the other. Exactly. And that's, you know, you, you even said as we were talking about what the next song was going to be, you were like, I should have seen them in concert, you know, yeah. like, 
it, it's it's truly something of you know another an, another world and and so i think the the thing with that is the perspective that you've given me going into like taking something that like or sorry the understanding of knowing that sometimes it takes time to grow to love something like that has been like probably the biggest skill I've ever had and ever taken along with me. And I use that everywhere. I use it with everything, it, food, music, people, um, even just like a new way of thinking about like life or my, my day or trying to develop something new in my life, like a new skill. You might not like it in the beginning and, and, and it might be like, I don't really care. You know, I don't want to hear it. And, and instead of, you know, you always used to be like, don't poo-poo it, you know, <laughs> like try it again and then try it again and then try it again. And then, and then, and then think about it. If you, after 30 times, if you don't like it, then we can talk and say, you know what, that's fine. And for the think, think about it for the longest time, how long have I not had artichokes and asparagus because I hate the way that it makes my pee smell. But then again, now look to me this year, I've been eating more asparagus because of how I tried it at my place of work. Because it was presented just slightly different for you. Exactly. And so that's the other thing too. You've given me a way to open up my heart to things that I now understand that sometimes I just need to take time and I need to sometimes maybe move in a way where it gives me a different perspective towards looking at something. And, and it's been like... It's been like the biggest skill like ever. It's oh, like the, it's really, really, glad. really, yeah. I'm and, really glad because it wasn't, it wasn't my job to convince you. Um, even though as your mom, I knew what I was talking about when I said that Tears for Fears is amazing and yeah. that their voices are amazing and their music is amazing and how it all comes together in pretty much every song. There's not one song that I don't like. Now on the radio, a lot of it was overplayed. Right. Um, yeah. You I mean, know, like, shout. Everyone wants to rule the world. Exactly. And, yeah, I know. You know, but but just just their music and their talent and them working together, I I just knew that at some point there was going to be a light that was going to go off and you were going to be like, you know what, they actually do sound really good. And I love when that happens, when your first initial response is, mm, I don't know what you're talking about because yeah. I don't see it the same way. Yeah. But then when somebody is so like passionate. adamant and passionate yeah. about their stance and you're not, ooh, sorry. No, you're good. And you're not, I look at that and I say, okay, like how? Like what? What am I missing here? Right, right. Because I'm definitely missing something. Because I'm not as passionate about. They suck. <laughs> they don't work well together. <laughs> yeah. Their voices make me want to like scratch my eyeballs out. <laughs> right, right. So if you're not that passionate, but this person's like they're amazing. Their voices are beautiful. They work so well together. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. Then I go okay. I need to step Learn. into these shoes over here. Yeah. They're creating the space for me to step in and to understand something maybe a little bit differently. And I love and I love that. And I love that you had your opinion, mm -hmm. but you didn't stay with it because you kept on hearing another, you know, I yeah. mean, like Woman in Chains. Yeah. Gorgeous song. It's a world, you know, yeah. Gorgeous. Woman in Chains. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. Yes, even in that description that you just gave. Yeah, that 
Um, I, this was the part that I was tearing up in just trying to write this part. <laughs> you know, it might, my tears might not come right now, but they're definitely feeling like they're there. Um, but yeah, just that, like giving it time and, and something where it's like, and, and it's been, I think the biggest thing as well in like relationships, um, and, and learning to love someone not only because of who they are, but also because of what they are and what they are wanting to be a part of and, and understanding that, you know, I might not like what you like. Um, but I want to learn to like what you like. Right. And, and that's been like, it's, it's interesting because it it almost feels like nowadays I can do whatever I want. Like I can, I can learn to love whatever I want. Yeah. And, and of course there are some certain things that maybe morally I I might be like, I'm, I don't, uh, I don't, that's not me. Like, you know, I'm not going to go take up smoking or stuff like that where people are like, I love to do this. You know, I'm not going to do drugs obviously. But it's more of the thing like, hey, you spend all your time thinking about this and talking about this. Why? Why is that? And mm-hmm. I want to I want to know how or why you do that. And I want to learn, you know, and it's it, it, that's just been the coolest thing ever. And like mm-hmm. the, that perspective. Thank you. You're You've, welcome. Yeah. Just really, really, really cool. Oh, and, that's awesome, Gregory. Yeah, so thank you for saying that. Yeah, of course. I, I love you, Mom. And that, <laughs> I love you too. That all right, tears might come <laughs> Stop, you're making me tear up. <laughs> it makes, yeah, it yeah, that yeah, like even I mean nothing is like, you know, nothing is that hard ever, but it's you know, it it, it seeing that stuff it's like even with my sisters and even with, you know, my partner and, and stuff like that. It's like, there's so much to learn and so much to be like, teach me, teach me why, why you love that. Like, tell me about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's so. Cause it's, it's so, cool. It's they're so coming beautiful. from a different, it's so beautiful. They're coming from a different experience and then you're crossing paths with them. And that's the part that I love is. And it's so easy for people to shut you down. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so easy for people to just be stuck or to be negative or, you know, to just push something away because because maybe as you cross paths with them, something is making them feel differently about your good feeling. And all you want is for your good feeling to change this possible negative vibe that they've always maybe connected with it. Yeah, or even even it goes the other way too. Like even if they go, hey, like, you know, why don't we change this? Like, you know, like how, how to move and, and change into something new, like how to develop a new skill and we'll do it together. Yeah. It takes so much to be, in, instead of poo-pooing that idea right away, learning to love it and learning to like change you, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And it trans transfers into everything in your life when you can think about it. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's really an amazing thing. Yeah, that that was why I was cheering up. So I was like, it's, it literally is in everything. Like, yeah, there's, it's in there's everything. aspects of of this one lesson in like in so much of life, and it's so it's so beautiful. You yeah. Know? So, what well, Search for Fears did that for you? I hope you guys are listening. <laughs> yeah, Search for Fears, <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God! All right, well, um, here we go. This is advice for the young at heart by Tears for Fears. For the young at heart So 
Oh, all right. Um, I'm all right. We're going to be going in now. So that was oh, the way that the way that advice for the young at heart ends is just so soft and beautiful. Mm-hmm. It in really, his voice. It, I know. I mean, it, it really it's come full circle. His voice is beautiful. He sounds um, like an angel. It, it does sound like an angel. <laughs> Crazy how I thought differently when I was younger. Um, but this, so this was super funny because we both had planned this on our own. I told her, write down three or four songs, whatever you want to talk about. I'll write down three. I did three initially, and then I did four, which was now If we tears. had time for if it. If we had time for it, which, I mean, we've been talking for a little bit, but I, this is going to be a great episode. I already know it. Um, and um, and the funny thing is we were talking about it today. I'm like, well, I will need to know. I don't want to know what you said, but I want to know what songs you have so I can prepare and, and, and write them down so we can have like an order and I can download the songs and stuff like that so we can put it in the podcast. And where she's going off and then she goes, and Michael Jackson. And I go, Thriller. And she goes... <laughs> thriller yes that's my fourth song i'm like that's my song too that is so so really funny that we both picked thriller so i i will just start the thing because you have a better explanation for it i just wanted to say my quick notes on thriller because it was your last song so you have more to write about mine this was like my second song but we moved it around because we found out that it was the same song it this was a just a brilliant idea from them uh from uh, best parenting moment ever oh god this was this still I, so proud how old how old were we we were i was like nine yeah was yeah like you were just like we're nine seven and five probably we had just moved to connecticut it's like our first real year i think it was in the fall time then maybe you guys were seven five and three because we moved maybe. here in 2005 maybe yeah maybe i was maybe i was like seven or eight something like that whatever yeah Anyway, we were coming home from dinner. We were coming from dinner. We were driving uh, home, and I think so. Thriller came on the radio, and it was just funny <laughs> because it was like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's a good song. And then you know, obviously, the the themes for today. We've been talking about how music became uh, a visual thing with music videos and stuff like that. And so I I think that that was a topic of discussion that night. Anyways, while we were driving home, and also how awesome Michael Jackson is. Exactly, like, you guys definitely need to know who this guy is. Exactly, and, and you know, I think one of us maybe you know in her quizzes where she was like, "Who's this?" We were like, "Uh, I don't know." And she's like, "Come on, you don't know Michael Jackson?" And it started this whole thing. She goes, "Okay, teaching moment. We're going home. We're showing you guys the music video." And I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, "Okay, like." sure whatever fine but the more she described it and the more she was like she's like giving us all these warnings yeah i'm like there's zombies yeah and i'm like okay i don't know but the dancing's amazing and i'm like i don't really know what a zombie is i was starting to think i was like maybe it's just gonna be like cute like some kind of like ditzy thing where they're all dancing together i was like whatever mom i don't care um and (laughs) she's like just know that it's makeup and i'm like yeah, it's not real. I'm like, why is she why is she giving us so much like of a disclaimer before going on? So anyway, go now you you tell us a little bit about All it. All right. Do you want me to tag on to your story? No uh you don't have to. You can just I'm just giving the precursor to to why this was such a big song. Okay, for so us. for me, 1985, yeah. I was in eighth oh, nineteen eighty two, I was in eighth grade, and yeah. that is when the wall came out. And I think Thriller was on the wall. 
wasn't Thriller part of The Wall or was Thriller its own album? The Wall, I, that's Pink Floyd. Mm, no, there's... Michael. No, Thriller was an out. Al- it was the album. Thriller. It was the album. Thriller. Okay. The Wall, is that's Pink Floyd, right? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they came out around the same time. Yeah. So I'm in eighth grade and I am somehow in Los Angeles getting to a dance club with people that could drive me because I certainly do not remember my mom driving me on a Friday or Saturday night to Hot Tracks on Van Nuys Boulevard, which (laughs) would have been about 15 minutes away from our house. And it wasn't a club where there was like, drinking and smoking because again I'm only in the eighth grade so young yeah I'm so young so it was kind of like for our age group it was for junior high and high school kids which Mm. was actually pretty genius yeah and I remember I think his album came out in November and there was going to be this major announcement that it was going to be coming out on MTV at a certain time maybe nine o'clock at night and here you are in this club with good music and good speakers and good sound. And at nine o'clock, everything just stops. And the manager of Hot Tracks basically puts Thriller on the big screens and nobody's dancing. Everybody is just watching this, this, this video unfold. Yeah. And it starts off with Michael being just sweet Michael Jackson. Right walking through the forest with his really cute girlfriend. They're dressed very preppy. Michael. I know, Michael. Shouldn't we turn back, Michael? It's kind of getting a little dark, Michael. Right. And then you can, you know, kind of hear like, you know, crunches of the, you know, sticks and, and, uh, and then they keep on showing the sky and, you know, the clouds are over the, you know, over the moon and, and, uh, and, and, I'm sure you guys have seen this, and if you have not seen this, you, you definitely, the, definitely the need to video. see it. Yeah. But everything just starts to change, and as the moon, which is full, starts to show itself without any of the clouds, Michael starts to turn into a werewolf. And, of course, you know, he's got the yellow contacts on. And, you know, the nails are starting to come out and the hair is starting to change. His jacket's ripping. His jacket's ripping and he's bent over because he's in a lot of pain. And she's like, Michael, what's going on? Are you okay? (laughs) And then the next shot is him looking up at her and his eyes are all yellow and he's got fangs. And she's like screams at the top of her lungs. And so she goes and takes off and then he's chasing her. And then the next thing is basically just going into the sick beat of Thriller. Yeah. And he's got the red leather jacket on right. and the choreography. Yeah. And he's with all well, of he's his dancing all, with all, with the all of his dancers yeah. and all of his zombies. And you are just like, this takes the music videos. It was more of a little movie mm. instead of it being about something that is thriller, thrilling. Yeah. Because it wasn't that. It was him just... So it had a whole story attached to it. had a whole story, and yeah. he was an actor, and he was, you know, the amount of makeup to change him, to make him look, you know, bad, you know, because he was such a beautiful, beautiful person. Yeah. And the music, and Vincent Price at the end, and oh, yeah. we were mesmerized <laughs> by... I think the whole thing is maybe 15 minutes. It's a long It's a long one. Yeah. Because you have them in the movie theater, and they're watching the scary movie. She gets scared and walks out, and he's like, 
I should go get her. Right. And then they're walking home. And yeah, and then you have the whole dance sequence. So the whole song, the song itself, it's like five minutes. Yeah. And then they have the after it, like after the part where he's like, where the guy comes in and he still has his cat eyes in. And it just, it, it, it elevated, it elevated the music videos and it elevated Michael. And it also elevated other artists to basically like you could do anything. And and what it did as well is it elevated our fight or flight. Yeah. When we watched it as kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did. The, we did not see that coming. <laughs> she's going off, you know, just like this, where she's talking about how good the story and how amazing the makeup is and how wonderful the production and the people and the effects. How creative they she's are. Gassing. She's she's literally given us such a good prep talk where we're like, okay, yeah, perfect. We'll watch this. Is that I'm like, I'm expecting it to be like like life changing. I didn't know that it was gonna be life changing in the way that I was like, <laughs> I can't sleep tonight. <laughs> you know, because I'm a young kid. Anyway, long story short, we're screaming. They're oh my like, god. No, what's it's good. He's okay. And we're like what the hell? Like I remember. Wait till you see their dance moves yeah, in the red and, leather jacket. Yeah, and that was, we barely got that far. I think you guys ended up com- calming us down so we could watch it fully. But it the the harm was like the damage was already done. Um, the the damage was already done where it ended up just being like, yeah, and and that it's funny, and I'll leave it at that because because we'll let this play out. We are getting close to our time tonight, um, or today. Uh, but that started my, I think, scare, like almost fear of like zombies. And for a while, because there was a bunch of video games that came out at that time as well when I was getting older, like a 9, 10, 11 called Call of Duty Nazi Zombies, where you would like fight against endless hordes of zombies in the way that like came out of the ground. It's like you're not just watching something, you're controlling that character who's trying to survive. So it, it was like it changed my world because I had seen the Michael Jackson one that gave me more in-depth lore to zombies. And I was like, uh, and like my friends were like, why are you so scared? I'm like, you guys don't get it. Like, this is not, this is real. Like, you know? And so anyway, that was, um, I think just another key moment and why I always look back at thriller as not only amazing musically, but amazing at how much it can scare the shit out of you. Um, so really, really good. And that's what we'll be transitioning to for our last song today of Faro Curated. This was episode 11. I don't necessarily have a title yet. I'll, I'll figure that one out on the side, but more on the lines of just sitting here interviewing and getting to see my mom's perspective on things. So, well, thank you, Gregory. And this has been so fun. And, you know, Anybody with young kids out there, if you are listening to this, um, I want you to know I'm on the other side of it, and they really do listen to us. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't I didn't know that that was happening at the time. I just I just was trying to be a good mom, and and my husband Greg was you know just trying to be a really good dad, which he which he is. Yeah. And you just hope that you know those morals and values and 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 the importance of certain music um, transfers through. Yeah. Exactly. And it did. It did. I I thought I was ignoring her too, but I guess I was really listening the entire time. So that just shows up more and more as you get older. And and I come back to her being like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with right now. And it reminds me so much of what you told me about back then and and, and everything like that. That's awesome. Anyway, here we are. We're going to be going into 
Thriller by Michael Jackson. And I hope you all have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. And I'll see you again soon on Faro Curated. My name is Greg, a.k.a. Faro. And have a good day, all right? See ya. Bye. Bye.
creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Ha, 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 ha. 